All right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. This is your host, Deontay, here with my friends here, Jalen and Joshua, back with some more episodes about a few topics today. <laughs> topics up. Are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Extreme team, team, present. Don't y'all forget. <laughs> Extreme team, team. <laughs> We got some topics for y'all today. We're going to get into a few things. Uh, so a few of my topics, just so you guys know and are aware, we do keep those hyperlinks in the um, actual description so that you can click around. But today we're going to be talking about the Xbox Series X um, and the PS5. And basically now that we have all the information, we're going to just talk about it and you know give you some highlights about the systems. As well as we're going to, you know, talk about the 3080 cards being out of stock and the bots getting them first uh we talk about the pre-order situation for playstation and them actually having cross-gen support then we're going to also talk about the call of duty alpha for cold war and then mario uh super sunshine i forget what the name of it 3d all-stars uh is that what the name of it is for nintendo is that what it is yeah i think so yes yeah, something like that that's where they're gonna um gonna talk about that as well in their messaging and their weird weird situation going on with that game for some reason um but before we get started you know let's break the break the break the uh ice here how you guys doing today everybody good is is it uh what's the what's the temperature today so it's cold with a uh slight chance of more coldness (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. That's real, that's real. Yeah, uh, for me, it's straight. I'm just busy. I got a midterm assignment due tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I just got to go work. But yeah, that's cool stuff for the birds now. But uh, y'all keep yes. y'all head up as usual. Keep y'all heads up. <laughs> Next, y'all make sure y'all pray for me on the, uh, the 28th. I got a huge exam, probably like 250 questions, so. Y'all keep me in y'all prayers. Mm. I'll be on the next podcast if y'all pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely getting rough out there. Uh, good thing we getting we are getting some traction, so that's good. The podcast is doing okay. So as long as long as, as, long as that's all that matters. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> but man, uh, be, be your own kind, man. You're uh, supposed to be one of the best for us. <laughs> No, I, I definitely wish you the best for you guys, and I, I'm definitely hoping that you ace that and everything good. I hope, hopefully, everything is the same. Everything is good. But let's go ahead and get to these topics. Uh, you know, I kid. But um, first up, I wanted to talk about the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation Five. So, um, any, I guess. Before I go into my takes, what it, well, from the information y'all have seen, what is the what is the uh, what's the temperature on this topic here? What are y'all thinking right now? What's what are you thinking about PlayStation's messaging and then Xbox? If you have seen and what what have you seen? I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll go first because um, I watched the PlayStation event uh, this what was it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, them just their final rollout before the system comes out the event itself i thought was like 
okay. It wasn't their best. They had like two big titles, but overall it had painted their picture of what they're going to be doing in the fall. So they got um, Spider-Man, Day One, and Demon Souls. And those are really the draws for people. Um, for me, I thought it was okay. Both games look really good, but um, it's not enough for that $500 um, to be spent for me. Because I'm not interested in playing like the uh, PS4 backwards compatible games right now because I've played all of those. I played Bloodborne, you know, the Uncharted games, things like that. So those I don't need. So the only two games that would get my attention are Spider-Man and uh, Demon's Souls. But I think as the system's life goes on, it'll be a lot of um, really good exclusives. Obviously, they have, you know, God of War and Horizon and more Final Fantasy coming next year. And they always have those exclusives. So I think I'm going to have to get one at some point. I think I'm just going to wait for those big titles that I'm looking forward to come out. So if, you know, God of War or Horizon comes out sometime soon next year, then I might pick it up around that time. Otherwise, I think it's going to be a pretty um, light holiday for games I'm really interested in on that front. Other than Cyberpunk, because uh, that's the biggest game that's coming out this year, I think. And I'm going to play that on the Series X, um, just because I feel like it's going to perform the best there. Uh, Xbox-wise, they don't have any big hitters coming out this um, fall either, other than the system being powerful so you might want to see those you know uh, cross-platform no uh, third-party games uh, look their best on the series x and then game pass so they might have a lot of games that i didn't get a chance to touch on um this year like dragon quest 11 that comes out uh sometime soon on game pass and i might as well just play it on there instead of spending you know 20 30 dollars to get the ps4 or switch version um so yeah that's what it's looking at for me uh, hopefully when their pre-orders go up, I can get one. Uh, otherwise, I'll be, be stuck with my um, current-gen Xbox. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it, it, it is definitely looking rough for the pre-order situation. Um, but um, what about you, um, Jalen? What's your temp- what's the temperature on these two consoles as of now, if you've seen anything? Or um, I guess has anything that you've heard of or really stood out to you at this point for either of these new generation of consoles and like where they're I guess what they're offering at this point you know I'm Square Enix man so you know I'm gonna drop a PS5 for Final Fantasy 16 no I'm just (laughs) (laughs) no I'm just playing Uh, I don't know like I'm in school for like you know the next two years or whatever I ain't got that much time to uh, play the game or whatever. I still got, you know what I'm saying, all the games and stuff that I was trying to, you know, get to or whatever. But, I mean, I I was like, I was going to use some of that student loan money to get a PS5 or an Xbox. But I'm just looking like, man, come on, dog. We got to be smart about this. So, um, I'm, I don't I don't really know, man. I Like Josh said, it ain't no heavy hitters coming out the gate. So, I'm just like, do I really need one of these right now? Um. I can still play Overwatch, you know, give them some of that ash work. And, I mean, I can just I can just play that. So, uh, that's kind of my standpoint. But as far as, like, the consoles themselves, like, I feel like the 
PS5. I didn't really watch the like conference or the Xbox one either or whatever, but um I don't know. I just feel like they both have the same thing. Like Josh was saying, though, it has more value to the cop of Xbox at this point because of the Game Pass and everything. I know the PS4, I mean, not the PS4, but the PS5, I think they was rolling out with, like, some of their, like, top-selling games or whatever. Um, and yeah, they were gonna I seen, that. like, a list. Yeah, that collection. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you automatically get those free with the PS5 if you cop one, I think. Um, you got to get PlayStation I, Plus, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, you you got to be a subscriber, yeah. But um, I feel like that has value if you want to play those games. If those games are going to like tide you over, I don't know the release dates for any of these other like subsequent games and things like that. So, um, and then of course I know they got uh games that's like Avengers or like Two K or something that, depending on whatever dish you get, you can play it on like the next gen console or whatever. Um, I don't know how that works out into its entirety, but um, I feel like that's straight. But I mean, like Josh said, the, the game pass is there, um, and I just felt like the Xbox. You you would. I think it's just really contingent upon what type of games you want to play and how much you want to play those games and stuff like that. Because um, I don't know if the PS Five is going to make those games permanently yours, or is it going to be something like a um, like a mediocre like Game Pass type thing where. You only can play it for like a certain amount of time or something like that, but they got like a lot smaller of a collection than the uh, actual Game Pass itself. So, um, and then as far as like which one I'm leaning towards, uh, I know you said I can hit them with like a finesse or something and get like the Game Pass or whatever, but I mean, just for like the streamline purposes or whatever, I'd probably be more inclined for like a, a PlayStation just for like, you know what I'm saying? Because all the stuff is on there, but. At this point, I'm more or less, like, indifferent. Like, I don't... I mean, they the, they the same thing, in my opinion. I know they got, like, the power and all that type of stuff, but, like, the Xbox is supposed to be stronger and stuff, but... I mean, I don't mean nothing, and that kind of lost its meaning to me back in the, uh, the era with the 360 and the PS3, because the PS3 was stronger than the Xbox, but, I mean, it's, the, it's whatever the devs was trying to do, so... <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's um it's becoming uh more I I guess people are becoming more accustomed to the subscription service. So my take on it is this. Um I think Game Pass is going to be for the fit the bill for more people like you Jalen who don't necessarily game that often. Obviously, you used to game often, so you have a different type of take on things. You probably more so would want to I'm not going to, you know, speak for you, but I think you probably are interested in specific games like Final Fantasy 16, like Bloodborne 2 or something like that. So you probably have more stake in the PlayStation Network, but people are that are just, you know, casual gamers that don't really care about that type of stuff. They're more inclined to, you know, take a leap of faith with Xbox because they have the Games Pass subscription. And um, right now, Sony is obviously still toting that they have the better games, which they obviously do. But at some point, people are going to, you, you know, that they're going to see the um, significant benefit of having that Game Pass subscription, just like, you know, Netflix to cable. Um, it's, it's just the same type of deal where it's one just takes over and you start to realize that this is more of a benefit. Even if most of the games you're probably not going to play, you're still going to get, you know, far more um, variety than you ever would 
by just paying um, $60, $70, because they have $70 now per game for um, one one type of experience, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that yeah. people are going to start to, you know, take that on. Not saying that the PlayStation 5 doesn't have a, um, you know, a place for me. It definitely does, and it has a place for a lot of people. I just think because this subscription is going to be there, it's going to cause a lot of um, users that are on the PlayStation 5 to feel as if they need something that's kind of similar. And obviously the PlayStation collection of 18 games that are PS4 games isn't going to cut it. So they need to do something that's going to actually allow a subscription type service. I do not think they're going to actually put in new games like the Microsoft Studios where all their new hit, new games hit that for, as well same day. But they're going to have to do something that kind of caters to that subscription-based service um, than what they're doing now. Because they're if they don't, it's going to um, – I, I feel as if it's going to shift the tide there. Even though, again, PlayStation has more of the better games. Yeah. They're always going to have the better titles or the more interesting uh, first-party games. Because, like, you know, if they – announce a Bloodborne 2 and it comes out sometime soon. Of course, I'll go out and pick up a PS5 for that. Yeah. But with the price of games on the PS5 and well, all systems, whatever, being $70, that makes me less likely to just go pick up, you know, uh, Assassin's Creed or whatever. And if that's something that might be interesting or something that we might want to play together, you know, because we always just hop on Call of Duty play for a little bit when they have a beta and then maybe not buy the game or buy the game later down the down the line or whatever but it's less likely going to be experimentation like that when games are $70 plus DLC and ultimate editions and all that stuff so I'd rather wait for a lot of those games to just come to Game Pass try it out and then see if I like it or not right and then that's where they feed you the discount and that's where they come into play and how to monetize Game Pass because they're feeding you a discount at the end of it. Say, hey, it's leaving, but you can keep the party going. If you pay this amount, we give you a discount too. And that's how they feed the people that's going to get people to come over and actually, you know, put games into Game Pass. So I see the end of the tunnel for them and how they monetize that and how they're going to monetize us being on their platform. Sony is in the, in the behind on this right now. So I need them to showcase something that's going to really show me that they can also keep up as well as um you know afford it because they right now it seems as if they can't they all all they can do is double down on what they already been doing and if you know microsoft starts to actually put out games that people enjoy it's going to be really difficult for playstation to keep it up you know i think that's what's going to cause a shift um and uh that's what i see here moving forward understanding that the playstation 5 may out the gate be the better and more enticing you know product but down the line when you start to show see that like oh man this game coming here this game coming here and now i gotta pay 70 dollars for it and i can go to game pass and just play it for free well i mean or play it for 15 dollars for the month you know what i'm saying so it's kind of going to be where it's hitting a lot of people's boxes that you know people that used to go and do game fly people that used to do you know, Redbox, people that do, you know, rent games and then, you know, the resale, all of these people are getting, are going to be able to get fed from Game Pass. And if they're not on a Game Pass, 
you much rather buy into that ecosystem of Xbox because they also give you discounts, things like that. So it's kind of, you know, even though PlayStation does give you discounts, it's, it's just a, a more um, fluid experience on that side. And that's where I see it's going to be um, the case moving forward. Yeah, that uh, that makes sense. The uh, the whole Game Pass thing is, like I said, is is definitely enticing. Um, I think it just I feel like the biggest thing is at least the uh, people that I know, the people that I'm around and stuff like that. Um, Game Pass will be, and it's not the 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 point is totally valid. It's not to argue that that. The idea, because they usually sell Game Pass. I think they'd be having like get Game Pass a dollar for a month or something for gold with gold or I don't know. But um, it's like the option to have more and be able to bounce around, like Josh said, when we all play our games together and stuff, without you know put you in a situation where you cop, you know, what I'm saying you cop Rainbow Six or GTA and we ain't got it no more. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying that that alleviates that issue. Um. And but you know, I'm clearly you know what I'm saying the black people they they just trying to hop on 2K like so they gonna go pop, go cop their PS5 and they just gonna play 2K or Call of Duty yeah people and they might play, play, play something <laughs> yeah so it's like they not finna experiment you know what I'm saying yeah they they just want the the bare minimum they just want the PS5 so they can like play with their friends and stuff like that and I think that's the biggest thing um. With, I mean, it depends on when I cop a next-gen system and when y'all cop one. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying, what systems y'all got at the time will determine because clearly I want to play with y'all. And, you know what I'm saying, I don't, I personally don't care about Game Pass because I can have a bunch of games in front of me and I don't mean I want to play it. So, like you mentioned before, I want to play, you know. Um, specific games, yeah. Yeah, specific games and stuff like that. And I ain't trying to wait for Game Pass to put it on. Not to say that I wouldn't go out and get Game Pass if I ain't go cop a next-gen system. PlayStation ain't got no games that's hitting on. And y'all playing games on Game Pass and having a field day. Shoot, I'll go cop an Xbox, too, and go play Game Pass and stuff. But I will say I'm not trying to, like, I don't I don't really like being in subscriptions either. But that's just a personal opinion type thing. I just don't, like, I don't really, I don't like subscriptions and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Game Pass overall for people who want to have more options, more things to do from jump on the console and stuff come out, definitely the Game Pass would be the uh, the move to go. It's just, you know, like Josh said, what type of games that PlayStation going to have later on and stuff like that and what Microsoft going to do. Because, I mean, if they release in Recore and, um, you know what I'm saying, that other or whatever stuff they be coming out with, then I, I, can't, I can't rock with them. Can't bangs with it. No, I get it. Um, so, and, and they have a uphill battle of trying to convince the public of their changed ways and whether or not they're actually going to bring legitimately good games. Um, I, I mean, there's things that I'm interested in, but there's not much around that people, you know, will will get people excited like, uh, Last of Us or a Ghost of Tsushima, even, even a Demon Soul. So there's a lot of stuff that they have to do in that department but they have the money and they now have paid for the resources to kind of create that type of stuff so hopefully it it becomes you know more of a thing because if i'm 
if I'm more, if I, if I start to get comfortable with, you know, the subscription, because I am now in in the realm of very, I'm very comfortable with the subscription services. And if I want to purchase something outright, I will do so. But most of the time I'm purchasing something and then I am reselling it. I'm never, I'm never holding on to anything because again, that's how I feed my budget for gaming. So if I'm most of the time spending, say for instance, uh, I buy a game for now, it's going to be, you know, 70, 77, 76, 99, maybe I think with tax, if I turn around and sell that back for 50 or so dollars, I'm still losing around 20 something. And I, again, you can, you can, you can do that on a, you know, game to game basis, but most of the time I'm more, in, I'm more in the camp of trying something different versus playing the same games. So I do enjoy the game pass subscription. Because that's how I do with my music. If I'm on Spotify and other artists are available or they get suggested and then I discover somebody I'm fine with because I have that ability because I'm not just listening to one tape and one album over and over and over again. Just like you're doing it with, you know, television and Netflix and you're just not watching the same thing over and over and over again. I mean, I can watch Chappelle show all the time. I own it, but I would much rather, you know, have a variety of things to do. So it's I'm I'm more comfortable with that and that's, that's why I feel like it's going to become a time where everything like that is going to be subscription based. Um, I just hate when I hit my bank account when I ain't got the money. But like, man, <laughs> so y'all, so y'all telling me y'all can't just reverse it this one time? It, hey, y'all man, took it out month, early. Go month to month. Uh, nah, it's, what's, what's, I already what's got cool about it. Out. Yeah, what's what's good about it is that they're not, you know, you know, excessively you hiking the price. If there is it's 15 a month oh i'm sorry go ahead josh no i was just saying like some subscriptions like you you need it in order to access things like uh you know xbox live go and um playstation plus you need it to get online whereas game pass if it laps like you still play your games exactly well and that's the, yeah the other games that you own yeah right and they still giving you games for free and stuff like that but it's it's cool that they didn't charge you significantly higher price than they normally do. It's kind of like they gave you the Game Pass, they gave you Ultimate, and it's kind of the still the bundle price. It's, Game Pass is nine nine a month, so it's not like you're being charged additional. But Ultimate gives you kind of way more than what they what you would get if you were to buy those two things separately, and that's what kind of makes up the you know the difference there. But um. Any last remarks in regards to the Sony PlayStation um, dilemma there? Before we I ain't got on. nothing to say. All right. All right. Well, it's time to. I mean, this is kind of like right piggybacking off of what happened, and you know how you know Microsoft and Sony both have you know stated what they wanted to do, so. Um, cross-gen support it seems as if now the cat's out of the bag playstation had to go out and state hey horizon zero horizon forbidden west and spider-man miles morales will be playable on all of those ps4s are all 110 million out there um so you don't have to buy a ps5 in order to move forward and there was a huge debate when microsoft did that that it was going to hold back the consoles. The games weren't going to look good. All of this, you know, who blah and blah, blah, whatever. Um, 
So he, Sony did get some blowback because they were basically pretending like they were going to be doing something they weren't. And um, I guess it it just seems very strange. Um, it's not strange. It is the right thing to do because now you're not making people pay $500 in a pandemic just to play some games that they want to enjoy. You are allowing people to have a choice, which makes sense. And that's what Microsoft was doing in the first place. Um, it's just funny how they have now been just so bad with their public relations and my opinion, um, and how they're kind of handling this and even the exclusivity of their games and things like that. So, I mean, have you, Josh, have you seen any of this stuff or seen any or read about it at all or seen anything about it? Yeah. I mean, it, it started with Halo because, um, Halo Infinite trailer came out and it didn't look really next gen and people were complaining about it and saying that it's because it also has to be able to run on the old uh, Xboxes, which might be true, but I think what Sony has showed as well is all games that come out during this time are always going to be like cross-gen and they're not going to be looking like completely next gen because the issue is always like the developers just got the dev kits like they've been working on it for a short amount of time and that's why launch games are always like it's not a lot of launch games that come out when the system comes out because mm -hmm. people are not ready and so if you compare you know the first year of the ps4 to the last year of the ps4 games are going to look completely different look a lot better so that is, is to be expected but i don't think right now anybody has any proof that games are going to be held back because i think both uh, companies want to hold on to their entire fan base if they can they want to keep selling ps4s they want people to keep buying games on ps4 and they also want people to buy the ps5 and um i think they'll keep supporting it as long as it is financially beneficial because there's no reason to like get rid of all of that stuff if the games can still run um whereas i think microsoft has probably put in a lot more work to make sure that the system is viable long term so that the games will scale up whatever resolution wise and still run even if it doesn't uh, have the same resolution as the other um as the series x Whereas the PS5, I don't, I don't think that all of their games are going to be cross-gen, but I think it, they'll do as much as they can to keep it um, cross-gen, which is not a bad thing. It's, be it's better for um, people in the long term because if developers just can't make it look as good on one system, then it's not going to look as good. Like We already experienced that with the PS4 and the PS4 Pro. Like You'll get one game and it runs terrible, and then you get it on a Pro and it runs how it's supposed to do. So I think really we got to see how it's implemented, but I think Microsoft might have be on to something with it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of scalability in these systems. Um, anything have you, have you seen or anything you saw on this uh, metal Jalen? Uh, I mean a little bit, but I mean, I don't know. I ain't, it's just something that I like just scroll past. I ain't never really, uh, look deep into it. I just feel like we'll just see what happens when the uh, when they actually come out, what type of updates they're gonna apply. Um, and I know like 
I know, like, before, well, like, Call of Duty and stuff like that, I think, what was it? They didn't have Ground War? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, they didn't have Ground War in the current gen, but in the next gen, they had it in there. Um, I think that's what, I think that was on Call of Duty Ghost, I believe. Um, yeah. But I don't know, man. I just, I feel like it's, it's like a catch-22. You don't want to, like, undersell something. Or uh, you don't want to... You don't want to undersell something, but I feel like they pitted, be, you know what I'm saying, between like a rock and a hard place. Like, obviously, you want to make your next gen console, you want to be all the way up here and stuff, but you don't want to put the short end of the stick of, you know what I'm saying, with the current gen console and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I mean, that's that's my take on it. I ain't really got much to say on it. Just Yeah. Okay. Um, now, I know with the... Um... Well, I know with cross-gen, there is a lot of, um, like I said, I think it's more so beneficial for the consumer. I just, I also believe that it's very difficult for, you know, devs in order to connect, you know, because they were honestly working on a PS4 version and then they received the dev kit for the new system. So it wasn't as if these account, these games were ever being made for the PlayStation 5 because they're, as as Josh stated, um, too far into their development to be built ground up for a new system. But the scalability of new things and all of this stuff and um, and how stuff is being scaled up, it makes it seem it, it's it's more more inclined to be able to run these current and more recent games at 120 frames per second. So I was watching Digital Foundry and they were talking about Dirt 5. And Dirt 5, immediately when he got the dev kits for the tech director, I don't remember his name, but he was basically talking about Dirt 5 and how immediately when they plugged in a dev kit for Series X, they were able to hit 4K 100 frames per second without doing much optimization. So I'm assuming that, you know, most of these companies are starting to build their engines to scale accordingly. Obviously, that's been the case for the PC for quite some time. But I think now it's making it easier for these set companies to, you know, just uh, dial in at one place and dial in at here at another place. And because they have so many variations going out there, they got the base PS4, the PS4 Plur pro and um then they have the ps5 and then you're going to have the xbox one s xbox one x xbox series s and then you're going to have the xbox series x so you're going to have all these variations out there of these games and consoles and stuff like that so the most important thing for you to do now is always to have your games or your systems be or your engines i'm sorry to be scalable so i feel like the pressure of you know the dev kits coming there later was a little bit alleviated. I mean, obviously it's still more work because these are new consoles, but I feel like the way Microsoft is going with their systems, they're trying to continue the same architecture. They don't want to make it seem as if it's more problematic than it is before. And they already have stated that the series S could do native 4k, but they target 1440p because they want this, this system to be able to run games well at 120 frames per second so i feel as if you know you're right when you say josh that microsoft may have a better take on it than the playstation because i don't believe the ps4 and the ps 
uh, Pro and PS4 Pro and then the PS5 may have that same, you know, scalability. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they do. I know that they have great engineers over there, but I'm not sure about how that architecture and everything looks because I don't understand how they going into the next generation don't have 100% backwards compatibility on their games. Just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So at this point, like that should have been their goal to make things as a continuous platform. Because obviously, when the before the PS4 came out, like they had to tell people like you won't be able to bring over your stuff because the architecture between the PS3 and PS4 is too different. And they, you know, apologize and blah 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 to try to make it better. But since that that experience, they should have put a lot of effort into making sure that going forward you can have this continuous library that grows and also you have uh compatibility between the two it should just be a i mean obviously it's not that simple but as simple as press the button and your ps4 game works on ps5 and if you have that structure that works like that then it's a much easier to have a structure where everything runs on the ps4 we know the what is required so we can downscale it by 50 percent to be able to run okay on the previous system and i think microsoft actually built the entire architecture of the well one the xbox one and the series s to work like that um i think with the series i'm sorry the one x right now like you just put most games in and they run obviously much better just put it in the disc and that's just because the system takes it it multiplies whatever it has to do for it to run well and they also made sure that it will do the the same thing in reverse for the next system obviously of course we got to see implementation but if they got this right then there actually is not a reason that you have to get the most powerful system because you'll still be supported for the next you know couple years and if it, there's something that you want to improve like you know you get a new tv and the old system is not working out for you anymore you want something to look better mm-hmm. then you can just upgrade to the new system but i think most people aren't gonna i think so a lot of people don't have 4k tvs so it won't even matter that it, it runs at a lower resolution yeah i think that um that is uh that was a lot of the point of you know the interview and they were talking about those some talking points about 1440p being you know most 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 people out there have you know 1080p screens they don't even have 4k televisions and you know taking advantage of that stuff so and you know it's it's interesting because that is a pretty you know pretty decent console for the amount of money that you're paying for it um so yeah i i like i said I'm more I'm intrigued with the Series S. I really would like to just have one for the um living room, but I don't want to, you know, that's a lot of money. So, I don't want to do that, but I definitely w- intrigued by the Series S as well. It, it would be a it would be something I would want to take a look at and, you know, play around with. Um but the pre-order garbage, just moving into the next thing. <laughs> the pre-order garbage for the PlayStation 5, man. Oh my god. Um, I made a few videos on this and uh, I've gotten people reaching out to me and asking like, how can they get one? And you can't, if you didn't get it the first time, you just, at this point, it seems as if you can't, 
Um, they're coming around with more pre-orders for the PlayStation 5 and the digital edition. But right now, it's really just completely out of stock everywhere. Um, a lot of people didn't get the invite to buy it. And that didn't even give you a guarantee. You had to hurry up and get in line in order for you to put it in the cart and check out. But really, I I believe we're seeing the demand of, again, four generations of of gamers. We have the the big boom, the beginning of gamers, those gamers that are still playing. We have the generation of Nintendo 64, basically us. Then we have the Xbox 360 individuals. Well, I wouldn't say we was. I think we was more so 360, but it was kind of like we were both. But we wasn't really playing games to play games on the 64. Maybe you guys were, but I definitely weren't. I was just more so watching other people play mostly. PlayStation 2 is when I really got into gaming and stuff like that um with the playstation but it was not more so me consciously knowing what i was doing it was consciously knowing what i was doing around the ps2 time um but and then we have the three you know the 360 people um along with the xbox one so i feel like people are underestimating the demand of these consoles and they don't realize it's not just bots that's taking all these things it's actually just a high demand console because now we have way more eyes on the console of gaming. Obviously, the pandemic is not helping, but there is a lot of people looking to play these new consoles. And it's not just, you know, the grown folks. It's it's young people that play Fortnite. They want to play it, too. So I, I, I mean, they, and they want one. So I'm not seeing I'm seeing a lot of you is no no time to waste basically if you if you have a job and if you actually have stuff to do and you tried to get it you did not get it um, i was able to secure one because of twitter and like you know just jumping around from site to site but if you actually wanted one it was really difficult to get one if you weren't in the know and that was because <laughs> these retailers decided to uh launch early they tried they launched the pre-orders the uh the day before or yeah the day before as soon as the pre-orders for the as soon as the conference ended they shot the pre-orders up around like two hours later only reason i knew is because jeff knightley the guy that does the game awards he tweeted he tweeted that not sony not playstation playstation said tomorrow jeff he said you better get ready so i started going on these sites he had to get information from them that said tomorrow and then he said right like, sony had no pr about the pre-orders they didn't say when it was and we heard by second hand that oh i was just talking to sony it start tomorrow but some retailers gonna do it tonight exactly so that's how i was able to secure one um i sent i sent people links but they they didn't get on it fast enough and obviously they were all sold out at the point when they tried to but I think it's a lot of combinations of, you know, scarcity of the council. I think it's a now lot of Who you sent links to? I sent links to Sean, Desmond, um, DeQuasey. Man, uh, where my link at? I didn't get one. You said you didn't want a PlayStation. You told me you That don't mean I didn't want a link. Oh, my God. Leave me alone. <laughs> if I, I might have wanted one, and I could have changed my mind and put in a cart or something. I sent you. I sent you the thing. I said. I said Target got them. I said Target's PS5 orders are up. I sent that in the in the in the chat. I did. But is that a link? 
No, or is that a it's message? not a link. It's a... All right, then. See, it'd be all kind. Be you don't care about my whatever, dad. You don't care dude. about giving links. I'm they be like, need more assistance. They really be needing more assistance. Y'all can, like, navigate to it, but they really just need the whole thing. You need to, like, give them to them in full, or they're not going to figure it out. Or they're going to be like, whatever, I, ain't, I, ain't, I couldn't find it. So I said the wrong target link. site, and instead of taking five hundred, they gonna take out seven hundred, and then I'm gonna not have a PS4 and me seven hundred less dollars. Anyway, <laughs> Any, anyways, I want to take up grievances, uh, but nah, I'm just trying to get people insight on how you really is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, but yeah, I mean. It's out of stock everywhere. Um, it's Walmart had another drop at nine a nine p.m. on the day after, and they sold out instantly. Um, a lot of people were still frustrated they couldn't get one. So as of now, it's going to be a really difficult situation. So obviously, I'm going to be really really prepared to try to get the Series X because now people know exactly when they're going to drop. I'm not sure if the demand is as high, but I don't trust the world. I don't trust like I don't trust that people I don't I don't want to underestimate, you know, and and then get, you know, messed up because I didn't try to get on it soon soon enough. So I feel like all of these consoles are in high demand because people are wanting to game at high, you know, they want they want that type of experience and I think people are it's a lot more people searching for these consoles than it used to be it's a lot more eyes on the gaming community than it used to be yeah, yeah. all the mains and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't think the well hopefully it, the xbox doesn't sell out like that but um it goes up microsoft say it's supposed to go up at 8 p.m pacific on uh the 22nd right so we'll see but i would say definitely be ready way before then like have your card and shipping information are all set right. on whatever That's website how I was you able to get targets because they were gone in a minute i i got a target account and i was like okay i could just sign in real quick and i was able to finish it up like super fast yeah. um so i was able to check out and it was like it wasn't it wasn't gone because I was still seeing it. I was refreshing my page and um, about but like for for about like seven minutes or eight minutes later, they were gone. But nobody knew about Target. Nobody knew it went live. I just was checking links and I was like, oh, it's live. And then that's when I started. <laughs> but I just feel like it's going to be worse. Now, now people know when it's going to start. And um, again, PlayStation 5 may have more of a cult following it's kind of like apple at this point if you got a xbox they like why you got an xbox you should just get a playstation and it's just like oh my god but it's um it it's a it's a different demand but i still think the demand is going to be there uh but moving on just for the sake of time uh there is next thing i wanted to talk about uh was the call of duty alpha cold war that was announced and we played it this weekend and um well i guess i i, I started off this time and then you guys can give me your guys' opinion there but i enjoyed um the call of duty i actually played it again this morning uh just so because i wanted to you know get get those last couple of games in i still enjoyed it 
Um, it was a new map I was playing on. I think it was a Miami map or whatever. But it was a, a different map than we played together. And I, I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed the gameplay. I still enjoyed the customization. Um, I feel like, obviously, they're going to make you work for all that st- attachments and things like that. I'm not sure. I'm, not, I'm pretty sure everything's not going to be unlocked when you first boot it up. But um, overall, the, the weapon, uh, um, I don't even know the name anymore. But my favorite weapon that used to be in Call of Duty, the Foul, and it was the whatever, the three-round burst. My, that weapon M16. was back, and it was hitting hard, yeah. Type 95? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, there it is, there it is, Type 95. My favorite weapon. So it was hitting hard. It felt like it was before, and uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the um, the gameplay. I enjoyed the score streak system. I'm not sure if it can be used because it did seem as if it was pretty easy to get what you needed. But I was, yeah, I was having like, you know, 40 eliminations. You know, it was, it was, it was good times in a Call of Duty game. It's, it's been a, a minute since I enjoyed a Call of Duty game like that because it's, it's a lot of, you know, extra stuff. It seemed like it was, you know, a lot was dialed back, but a lot was also reeled in a lot more where you had more movement i felt like the slide felt a lot better than in modern warfare um the animations were pretty much the same it just felt a little bit smoother in regards to you know moving around the map it didn't seem as if it was so clunky i think because they did take out that secondary speed or if um it didn't feel like i was going to get run around a corner and get clapped because i always have i was always ready um so it slowed down the movement but it also moves sped it up um and then it also had a pretty decent um i I wouldn't say the maps were great i would say that the maps were more readable they felt like they were three lane maps more i would say you had more sections where i understood where people were probably going to spawn or people were going to be more often than not than i did in warzone i mean in um modern warfare they felt as if they were very similar in styling and, and it was able to be read easily. So um, definitely was able to figure out, which may be a bad thing, the spawn points pretty quickly. But that's um, that was my experience, I suppose, with Cold War. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can take it, Jayla. Yeah. Uh. Man, I'm still mad about them links I ain't get. Not nah, just fine. But uh I mean it was it was straight. I mean, I felt like well all Call of Duty's uh bait well, this was an alpha, I guess technically, but um let me just say demos or whatever. I felt like I always enjoy them to some capacity. I think the one I didn't enjoy was probably uh was like Black Ops three. Um I remember finding enjoyment in Black Ops Four. But uh it, it seemed like it was straight, like the the gunplay, um, like the time to kill. You know, what I'm saying how many bullets they take. Uh, I, I feel like it was kind of reminiscent of like Black Ops One to some capacity. Um, I think the biggest thing I don't like about the game is how long they be taking to throw some dog on grenades, man. I'd be like, bro, the, the grenade would already blew up in your pocket by now, bro. Quit playing with me. So, um, they they take forever to throw grenades and stuff. Um, I feel like the the game is is pretty smooth overall. Um, I feel like uh, we talked about it last night. It's closer to like that arcade uh, style of, you know, what I'm saying you ain't you ain't got the doors in Modern Warfare. Um, I did like the little 
the little like second level sprint that you can do in Modern Warfare. Um, but I didn't like the doors and all the intricacies of the map, and I felt like that kind of convoluted things and it just like changed routes and things like that. It just it just made things a lot more uh complex for no reason, I guess. So and then people be closing doors when you shooting at them and stuff like that. I'm like, where's the you know what I'm saying? How how real is that? But uh yeah, so I I did like this one more than Modern Warfare as far as like the little uh, alpha goes. Um still trying to understand how they do like the score streaks and stuff. I didn't spend that much time to really figure it out. Uh it looked like your score streaks come faster based on when you're actually on a kill streak versus you know, you get a kill, die, get two kills, die, and stuff like that. So, um, and then I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, it, it seemed like it was, uh, it was pretty smooth for the most part. Like I said, I didn't spend that much time on it, but, um, I found a little bit more enjoyment in that one than I did, uh, Modern Warfare. And I think that's mainly for the sole fact of, uh, you don't got like the doors and all that type of stuff. And then the other thing is, the little war or like ground war type of thing, they just need to get that up, man. That junk dumb. Like I'm, a, I'm gonna keep like it a hundred, bro. Boat map, man, bro. They people weren't even capturing the points. They man, was literally well. sitting there sniping. I'm like, all y'all care about is E. They just, they just dumping on us from afar, bro. I'm like, dude, oh, right, let me go for a swim real quick. Like. That was dumb. That's the that's the annoying people in the game. And you can't get rid of annoying people. They finna be in that mud. They finna be in there like swimwear. Like so I'm over here, you know what I'm saying, driving boats and stuff, trying to capture the points. It it was just I just hate when I be playing a match for five to ten minutes and I end the game with eight kills and six deaths. Like you just like, bro. I mean it, it feel like you need to have like more versatility in your arsenal to like you know what i'm saying effectively fight and then don't get me started on a little snow uh the snow level i'm driving uh <laughs> this tank's driving by bro i'm on the snowmobile like hey hold on tank i'm about to uh i'm finna go kill your boy you you, you finna just chill right here though all right bet like you drive over to the dude i have off to go shoot like it's just it's just goofy it's just too chaotic and it's just like you don't feel like a, a it's 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 too much going on and you like a small piece and it just it put me to sleep. There we go. It put me to sleep. Hey, I get yo, sleepy wow, when I do. Wow, <laughs> wow, I was getting sleepy wow. when we was playing. I'm like, man, we can't cut this mug off, bro. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't even care about playing. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, it ain't intense, bro. You just, you ain't doing nothing. You just looking like, yeah, I'm finna go kill this dude over here. He he won a 36, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it might make a difference, but and then you just got one dude sitting in his own B the whole time, just camping like. He's just like, bro, I mean, you, you finna just sit here to hold the game? Like, I don't know, man. That, that, they just need to cut all that out. That This is not Battlefield, bro. Yeah, I would say that uh, the maps are probably the weakest part of what the game had. Because um, the guns were fine. The gameplay was fine. It was um, more arcadey, like we said. Because Modern Warfare went for more like a, a simulation of like real life. So you you know, you can lean and open doors and peek inside and all this type of stuff to make it give you more, like, incremental things that you can do to get that, like, one-second edge over somebody. But this game, it's, you know, you run around a corner, you see somebody, you shoot, and, you know, whoever hit the most bullets is going to win. And 
it it makes the time to kill feel very fast especially like if somebody come up behind you like you don't have a lot of time to turn around and shoot at them because they already got you whereas like modern warfare you know yeah you might still die quickly but there are a lot more barriers that you can put between somebody hide behind the door and stuff like that um but it's i think it's good that they're going for more uh, arcadey feeling because that makes people want to just pick it up you know play a couple matches and get off because it's quicker um but the maps not all the maps that we play uh, some of the like the moscow map and stuff though they're pretty small because uh, i watched the um they're like interview thing about how they design the maps and they were saying mm-hmm. that they want to bring back three lane maps like uh like i think of like modern warfare 2 like terminal or high rise where there are three part parts in the map and people pick that lane and go fight in and those maps felt okay but the bigger maps that uh, we played on like the boat and the uh, snow level i don't i didn't feel like they had three lanes i felt like it was just a big open area and that is not i feel like it doesn't fit the gameplay that they're designing like they want an arcadey game but you have these big battlefield maps battlefield is not an arcadey game like you it's more um slower tactical yeah um tactical because like when we play the snow level it's a big ass map with two tanks and people all the way on the other side of the map sitting in a doorway or sitting in a small window sniping and it's like i yeah i can run and try to run all the way around the map and get to them but they got big open lanes where they can see everybody while they're sniping and it's kind of stupid to give a sniper that much like visibility unless you're like in modern warfare where we're playing the um war zone because it's a battle royale and even still they don't have they can't see the entire map like there are buildings and things blocking their way whereas that map they felt like why is it so open um the the boat map was fine um i feel like it's unbalanced when it comes to the objectives because people playing the objective are always going to win because half the people are going to be sitting back sniping on one boat while everybody else actually playing the game and i i feel like they I don't know. It, it feels like two different ideas uh, being put together. Like you want to gameplay what battlefield maps. <laughs> oh man, y'all! Ooh, I didn't know it was that bad for you. Man, you you talking to the Call of Duty people that we we used to be on uh, Modern Warfare and the original Black Ops like all the time. Yeah, man. It's like this. This what we wanted. Call like they did a good job making it more arcadey because I feel like that is better. Cause it's it's just point and shoot, like you know what I'm saying, you're trying to run, drop shot, point and shoot. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to do all the the nine yards or whatever you wanna call it. But having tanks and bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my mind, like the insight, bro. I'm gonna give you some insight. When them dudes is shooting across the map, I'm just looking like I'm not finna run over there and try to stop you from sniping me. I'ma just go do something else. Yeah, and you I'm can just wait on this other side of map. Mind my business. <laughs> that whole other side is just a death trap. Ain't no reason to ever go there. <laughs> and then when I kill you, you gonna spawn right back over there, and it's gonna take you five seconds to get right back to that window where it took me two whole minutes to yeah. avoid all the dangers, the the bouncing baddies, the tanks, the people on the snowmobiles, the 
Jim Crow, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it took me forever to get across there. You finna just snipe me real quick, bro? I'm like, bro, actually, good day. You can stay over there, bro. I'm gonna just go sit in this building and just shoot anybody who want to walk in here, but they probably not because half y'all team sniped me, so. And the other couple driving tanks in the snowmobile, so I'm gonna just sit here. Then you got, like, two people hiding behind trees and stuff, thinking they invisible, but I don't know. I rest my case, though. They just need to <laughs> get rid of them. I just purge them. Obviously, you guys are a, a lot more uh, passionate about it. I thought it was good. I didn't like the snow. No, the snow was terrible because it was too big. But I thought the boat the one had more lanes and more, you know, um, it, more of a feeling of three lanes. I had the right-hand side, the middle, and then the left-hand side. And either way, I could avoid the sniping team if I went other the other two ways. Even if I got in the water and swam, it was easier Bro. to avoid the yeah, the situation. It still yeah. wasn't three lanes. It was more like nine lanes plus the ocean because the boats the boats had three lanes. Like you're on the right side boat, and, and it has three lanes because you go go through the ship. But then there is the other boat in the middle, and then the one on the left. And I feel like it was even two smaller boats out in the um, that half sunk or whatever, plus the entire ocean. So that's like half the map that people probably are not using because they're somewhere else. And I feel like if they're not using it, why put it in the map? You know, if it was one big ship, like um, was it not shipment? Uh, what was the map from uh, Modern Warfare One, Jalen? The uh, the boat, whatever it was the wet work or no no that's not wet work uh dang it what is that is it shit no it's not shipment it's not wet work uh is it wet work I feel like wet work was like a actual like a, a factory type level I don't remember it, it might be wet work anyways yeah because uh, we played the the uh, Modern Warfare remaster a couple years ago and it was the ship level when it's just like this it's just one big ship. But it had three lanes, and you can have somebody in the back sniping on both sides. But it's still a three-lane map where people are rushing towards the middle. Whereas Wet this, work. it's three maps in one with as much size as it is. And I feel like it's not; it doesn't really make sense. I'm not; I'm never getting in the water to sit there because like people can see you from far away. You ain't got no cover. Yeah, you can go under the water, but it still shows your health bar when you're in the water. So it's kind of pointless. And then. Mm -hmm. Ain't no point of jumping ship to ship because that just leaves you as a target. Because when you're ziplining, like you can't, like you, I, can you shoot? I don't even remember. But it moves so fast that you can't really accurately shoot at people, but they can see you coming. So it's just like it encourages people to stay in one area of the map and just shoot at people trying to get across. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't feel that way. Um, I yeah, I didn't die on the zip line, but the snipers that were yeah. sitting on the other side—if you peek your eat. head out, <laughs> if you peek your head out, they were—they could see you, like, cause they're in the um the ship like deck or they're in the the captain's quarters or whatever, and they can see everybody looking at them, but you can't—you can barely see them with your M16 or whatever. Right. Hey, I it, I drew the line when. I'm over here. They keep saying you lose and see. I'm like, bro, what is going on? I, I look, I peep down there. Buddy's swimming around the boat. I'm just looking like, man, this, you got, I'm like, cats over here capturing points by swimming in water and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I ain't playing this no more, dog. Like, cut, cut this off, dude. <laughs> like, 
I'm like, he ain't, I'm like, just cut this off. Bro. I'm over here searching for dog, and I'm like, I don't see. It just say point contested. I'm like, bro, it ain't nobody on this mug, dude. Yeah. But he's swimming around the thing. He just swimming, bro. Like, man, I'm just doing my last, bro. Triathlete right here. Well, <laughs> you guys obviously, uh, obviously that I mean, you didn't have it as much enjoyment, and uh, it wasn't. I think- terrible but that's not gonna be a, if i bought the game i'm not playing that mode so i delete that part of the game if i could yeah it might as well not even exist because i'm not gonna play that mode and or that map <laughs> well it got it got zombies in the story mode i wanted to play uh i didn't want to i'm not gonna buy it for 70 dollars, no but i did want to um it, it seemed interesting enough I'm just not because now that they 70 bucks and um, I don't really see the the need to buy a game that I'm not going to necessarily play often because $70 has changed my mind on a lot of things. But that's one of them. So I'm not I'm more not inclined to to try games now because I'm just not going to spend more than, you know, it used it was it was already more than half. But now it's 70 percent It's 70 70 out of 170 dollars per game come on bro that's crazy i I can't do it but i digress i enjoyed the camp i enjoyed the the actual gameplay i enjoyed the maps i didn't enjoy the snow map i enjoyed the boat map because it felt like i was actually doing something even if i didn't have necessarily multiple kills i was actually going around capturing points and I didn't feel like I was being constrained by, you know, people sniping because I was able to dodge and move around them and go through the zip lines and wrap, uh, rappel up and stuff like that. It, it felt like it was a lot more movement than a normal, like, Battlefield game and even Warzone. So I enjoyed that map, but obviously they got other opinions, <laughs> which is totally fine. I, I just, I, I did yeah. like that map. It wasn't terrible. It's just, yeah, it's not what I'm looking for. But I'm not in the Call of Duty crowd anymore because, like, even if it's just a good um, point-and-shoot arcade game, like, I've played enough Call of Duty, so yeah. I don't got to buy a new one. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, Call of Duty is a... It's definitely acquired taste. Like I said, I don't like Call of Duty, but I liked it that one because it made me, it reminded me of all of the older ones. Man, it sounds like but you just want to play Battlefield. Battlefield? No, no. Battlefield is um, it's 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 more it's the, of a. It's exactly yeah. that. No, I mean, maybe not the new ones, but I like don't. I was I was I had more enjoyment playing the team deathmatch and hardpoint on the regular maps versus on the boat map i just said i liked it the boat map i'm not saying that i had a problem with it so that's what i'm saying i didn't i I wouldn't play that mode you know for hours on end i would definitely play the regular mode more but it would be something i wouldn't be opposed to playing if i had a team but moving forward due to sake of time as well uh i did want to also talk about the 3080 cards and um the whole problem around that as well yeah, man, it sucked, I, and that's pretty much all I got <laughs> because it it really just Did sucked. Bots were, huh? Say that again. Did you ever get one? No, I didn't mm. get one. I tried. I tried for multiple hours. It was a terrible experience. Basically, this was a 
uh, incidents. Uh, this was a this was a, uh, the perfect storm. It was a situation where obviously Nvidia has a problem with having a, a decent amount of stock of their cards, and then it also not ha not knowing you know that we're in a world of a pandemic. People are at home trying to make men ends meet, and they're probably doing you know shady things. So they you know buy a bot that goes in buys up all the cars before you have before any any real customers can get to it and they throw it up on ebay so there's a lot of blowback about the ebay situation where people are just you know going in on nvidia going in on newegg but newegg obviously i cannot blame them for anything they had human checks and it seemed as if they had human checks the entire time because at least i saw the add to cart button um and I got to that point and then it kicked me because obviously the server was overwhelmed and they couldn't get people um, in and out fast enough. So there was a problem there. But honestly, I think it's a lot of this not knowing what the temperature is about these cards and not knowing how, how like I said, how, how much gaming is in demand right now. It's like people just... Uh, I don't know when they're going to realize it, but this is at their, this is like the pinnacle of video gaming. It's like so many people are just paying attention. There's so many new PC gamers. There's so many people that's trying to upgrade from their old 1080 Ti's. It's a market that is not, it's not like it's small, but um, I mean, they treat it like it is. I mean, NVIDIA, a company all about, you know, bleeding edge technology doesn't have human checks in place. Like, come on, bro. Y'all gotta do better. So I just, I just really hope that they do better at some point in their, in their career. Um, uh, hopefully next time when the 3090 launches and the 3070 launches, um, these two new, you know, uh, the 3070 being especially, hopefully they have a lot in stock. Hopefully they have human checks in place. Hopefully we don't have to deal with this situation again because as of now there is like really difficult to find any person with an actual founder's edition nvidia card for the 3080 um it's a lot a lot of aftermarket and those are extremely hard to come by i have somebody here in my area selling one right now that they probably got from best buy for fifteen hundred dollars and it only charge it only cost 700 so um it is exactly what i hoped it wouldn't be but um hopefully it doesn't happen with the microsoft because they said that because they knew the time and it's in the date of when it was going to start they was able to get their bots ready and because the playstation just randomly dropped it was a lot more easier for real people to get pre-orders i hope that's not the case for series x but i know the demand is there so hopefully it's not the case but we will see I'm more than likely going to be using sites that I feel like do the most to make, let you check out like target and, um, Best Buy just crashes. Their servers are trash, but mm -hmm. I think target has the most security when it comes to preventing bots from trying to pre-order things. Uh, so I may be getting mines from target. Um, or I try to get it directly from, Cause I want to get it from Best Buy because I can then go pick it up. But you know how that goes. Hopefully target has the ability to pick up in store um, on day of launch. 
Bro, you saying bots? You talking about like, like uh, the the reason that they put the captures so that the bot ain't. Uh... <laughs> yeah, these these right. bots come out here. You know how you do. You, I mean, you know about sneaker launches, right? And how they, you know, scalp those where they buy all the shoes and then they resell them to you for higher prices. Same thing they. Did I know they have bots doing that for, with, even with kicks. The recapture boy, I ca- I can't figure out a recapture myself. They be like, uh-huh. it be that corner that they like pick all the stoplights, man. That corner that stoplight being that other tower, but man, I don't know if they gonna count this or not, man. Yeah, but it's it's extremely trash, and that's what kind of happened there. But moving forward with um our final topic, I would say that um oh, I was thinking about getting the Microsoft, no, the Series X from either Microsoft because it's a Microsoft store not too far from here, or um. Uh, like you said, Target. It's not a Target nearby me, but I might have to make the trip to like pick it up. Um, but yeah, Microsoft. I would say hopefully their website doesn't crash because mm-hmm. the the website itself is not um, that stable. But it won't let you like. Um, it does have a lot of checks in place to make sure that people are not uh, putting in an order that's going to get canceled later and stuff like that. Right. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Lots, boy. Bots come on, come on. They had them on RuneScape for the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they definitely came through for the win on the um, 3080s. It was ridiculous. Um, but lastly, we wanted to talk about was this Mario. I don't know what's going on with Nintendo. They just do what they want. But the 3D All Stars, where it comes with Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, and Nintendo. What was it Mario 64? Um, those all those games they they recently uh i'm did it recently it's, it's already out right you can buy it right yeah. now and get it it came out this weekend 18 okay. i'm copying it right now as we speak mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so as of now nintendo has put that game out but they have basically stated that you're only going to be able to buy it digitally until march of 2020 and then there's a very limited supply of the physical one. Uh, I just don't. I, I I'm trying to figure out what's the what's the reasoning behind Nintendo doing anything Nintendo, but I, obviously that'd be a long situation. So, it, what do you guys think? What would what would cause them to want to do it March 2020? Of like limit the amount of times people can actually purchase a digital game to to March of 2020 crazy nintendo they premium products they don't want it mass produced i don't know they, I, I, you can't put nothing past them i don't know why they even want to want to do that i feel like it's just putting limitations on uh i mean profit but i don't honestly i don't know i couldn't even, i didn't when you had first said that i was just like i don't understand what would be the the reason for doing something like that i never heard of like that anything like that East, maybe if it's like a little you know, like, uh, if it's, like, some type of limited edition type, you know what I'm saying? And they, like, I don't know. I just don't I don't see the point of them doing that. Yeah, me neither. Um... Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's weird because they announced it. But if they didn't announce it, it wouldn't be as weird because, obviously, it's because it's a bundle and they want to sell those games separately. And that bundle is going to be available in uh, March. 
then after that they're gonna sell them all separately for whatever price so that they can get more money so it's just a limited edition but it's also available digital for some reason because if they just wanted to do like a limited print and like they used to do then that's what they'll do um i i don't care because i don't i'm not gonna buy those games because i feel like it's not really a good um like ports because they're not even really the best versions of the games um but otherwise yeah they just want to have a way to resell it because if you want the all-star bundle you know this is probably the best time to buy it and then when it come out later they're gonna be more expensive you know nah that's mm-hmm. not you must have caught up that the president of nintendo you went to that back office man <laughs> they told you that's what was going on in the back office <laughs> i mean that's the only thing that makes sense um because they're not if they go on limited then they're not going to re-release it again in two years it's just going to release the games for individual sale 30 a piece yeah yeah i i didn't think of it that way i thought it was going to be more of the lines of they trying to get a profit of a certain amount before the physical year of march but that makes sense too it's kind of like maybe but i feel like they don't have to do that for mario because Mario's yeah. like their best selling thing. Even the um like New Super Mario Bros for a while was like the best selling game ever because just everybody bought it. Yeah, I'm I, I was just confused by it. So I mean no, that, that makes a lot more sense that they're probably gonna debundle it and they're gonna have it where they sold separately on the on the store and they're probably gonna be around twenty dollars a pop. So that makes more sense to me. Um it's still Nintendo being Nintendo. I mean, it's like, I don't really get you, but whatever. Do what you got to do. Um, I mean, get your coins. Get your coins, bro. Uh-huh. Um, they all about the coins. They all about the coins. That's why they made their mascot all about the coins. They're trying to get that, get that extra life. <laughs> all about them <laughs> coins, boy. It was like, what you, what, what why, why, why is he collecting coins? He's a plumber. Get them coins, bro. Was like, was like, you know, uh, plumbers be uh, charging. Like, yeah, baby. You know they be taxing. So we know we, we trying to we trying to get to them coins, bro. That's and all uh, plumbers be uh yeah. I come back after my lunch break, and they come back in four hours. <laughs> right, man. That'd be that's, that's all cap. Super cap. Some straight trash. Uh, yeah, but I mean, hopefully this is the first time that they've done it like this but hopefully they don't do the same thing with um other bundles that they have in the future because they always because you know nintendo always have scalper issues and i feel like that started in the wii generation because they started doing limited prints of games for some reason right so the metroid prime 3 collection came out and you know it's whatever the price of it was but it's three games that people like, and it comes in a nice steel book with a bunch of extra stuff, and it's GameStop exclusive. So automatically, as soon as it come out, the price jump up to $60, $70, $80 because it's limited to GameStop only. Why would you put like something that people really, really want exclusive there when you obviously you can take it to Walmart and Best Buy, and people are still going to buy it? And I think they did the same thing with Xenoblade. That's why that game was uh, expensive for a long time. And they don't have to do it, but I feel like they cut in corners where you don't have to. If you put more copies out, more people buy it. 
Whereas if you put it limited, yeah, you get the the money up front, but you're not gonna get those used copy sales, so you just hurting yourself by doing that. Yeah, they dumb, bro. Y'all remember how much that uh it was two games. It was I think it's like Mario All Stars. It was basically like the uh it was that game with the turnips on it. You know, you pick up them turnips or whatever. Um with Animal Fudge. No, it's it's a Mario. It's like Mario All Stars. I forgot what the game called. It's like Mario. Is it Mario Land or oh. I don't know? You you it got turnips in there. You'd be throwing them. And you can play with Mario, <laughs> Luigi, Peach, or Toad. I think mm-hmm. um, that had came out on a Wii, and it was like a uh, it was a Hello Kitty game on a Wii. And both of they they wanted bandos for both of them games. Wow! Like it didn't matter where you go. I remember GameStop was offering like. I think they're offering like $70 if you trade that game in, bro. Like the Hello Kitty game. Mm-hmm. But if you go try to cop the Hello Kitty game, you go look on eBay, I'm up like 120 <laughs> I'm like, like, I mean, who going to pay for this game? But it, it was that limited print. Yeah, I think that I think they went crazy for the pre-orders on this game as well because it was um, limited print as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like I said, Nintendo is always going to be Nintendo. And they they got the games to kind of um, keep people invested, but they have to be literally the worst company, um, the worst gaming company I ever dealt with. But we deal with them because we need those games. I don't need all the games; I only need one, and that's that Zelda, Xenoblade too. But uh, Zelda and Xenoblade really, I don't really have anything, no no interest in um, any of their other people at this point. And, and 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 it's not even that I wouldn't try them because I I enjoy Captain Toad tre- Treasure Tracker, I just don't like the fact that they uptick all their prices to the same like you said, Jalen, where they, everything is sixty dollars when, and they probably gonna they probably gonna turn the tide and do everything seventy when <laughs> when everybody else switch. They're gonna be like, yeah, we seventy nine. Like for what? What y'all do? Man, we just seventy nine. <laughs> <laughs> well you understand like playstation makes games in their 70 dollars. i know we ain't switch our consoles and stuff like that but you gotta understand our products are more premium than playstation so we really giving y'all a deal <laughs> by making it 70 dollars and not making it more that's their logic exactly we doing y'all a favor yeah but they you know you gotta get ready for that 4k boy the 4k Nintendo switch uh, that's when that's when it really started getting special. How do y'all feel mm-hmm. about uh? How do y'all feel about discless uh consoles? How do y'all feel? They're wasting money. Yeah, we, me and Jay was talking about this the other day. It's not really worth it for the money that you save because you're getting a less functional product. Number one, mm-hmm. and then two. It doesn't matter if you don't buy this, you don't have that option. And so whatever $100 that you're saving, you're going to have to hopefully get that saving somewhere else. Because if you buy a used game, like I bought Spider-Man for what? $20. And um, you don't have that option for the uh, digital game because you're waiting for a sale on the, the store. And some games just don't go on sale. like, And it's just not worth it to put yourself in a situation. Yeah, Man, you see the uh, the Dragon Ball Z fighters 
thing. I mean, if PlayStation doing a bad, I, I think I talked to y'all about this. If they doing a terrible job updating the interface, or not the interface, but the market. So mind you, Dragon Ball Fighters came out back at the end of 2017. They came out with what three season passes now, each one about what twenty thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. The game was sixty dollars when it first came out. You can cop the Ultimate Edition for I think that John said it's probably like either 100 or 120 but it ain't updated all it is is the first season pass with fighters or whatever or it's i forgot i think it's the first is i think it's 90 dollars. it's somewhere around there yeah. basically it ain't it ain't worth it you literally better off copping the game use from gamestop and then going to cop the three season passes on their own or maybe they might even come out with something like the ultimate pass and you know, it gives you everything for like a cheaper rate or something like that. But it's like PlayStation, basically what I'm getting at is PlayStation prices are always like 98% of the time worse than if you was to just go cop it off of eBay, Amazon, go to GangStop, um, whatever you want to do. So you, you're going to be paying 60 to sit for price for, uh, games. I mean, that that's dumb. And you gonna you gonna lose a hundred dollars off top easy just because, you know, you you wanted to cut off the functionality or whatever when you could have just copped the five hundred dollar boy and had versatility in what you do and you can trade your games back in. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's that's really important to me. I think people aren't people are not realizing how important that is for the gaming community of the retrade and the trade values and um re repurposing resale and stuff like that. I don't think people are, you know, understanding the importance of that right now so they uh, they see a oh it's cheaper price but honestly if 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 i if that was my last option i still wouldn't want it i would really just you know wait until i can get the non-digital edition i would never get the digital edition right now i have not seen microsoft nor sony you know provide me enough security to make me feel like I'm going to be okay purchasing their games and it's going to be okay for me to continue with them and like know that their, their, their store is going to be the cheaper, cheaper part. Cause it's, it's their, their monopoly in that point. Cause you know, steam has competitors. They have COG, they have, um, you know, the Epic store, you, you play like all these people that have their own launchers that want to, you know, get you to buy the games directly from them so they have competition. Microsoft and um it ain't gonna really necessarily have that much competition. And if and if it is, it's not gonna be that much it's not gonna be as competitive as this is because you know Steam, you know, they usually have really deep, deep sales versus the other places they don't and that's why they have to lower their prices because Steam of what they're doing. So I don't see a steam in the you know the council marketplace anytime soon. So what I'm doing is I, I will I would definitely hold off if you have if you can and to get a full fledged council with a disc drive in order for you to play physical media. The yeah, only yeah. thing I say where somebody might save money is if you were strictly get a PS5 for 2K and maybe Call of Duty or something. And then y'all game share, you know what I'm saying, and play pay half price. And I'm the only two games you want for the year, you know what I'm saying. Then you'll probably save some money. But if yeah. you if you plan on buying a, two games by itself, you better off just getting a uh, if the, each game seventy dollars. If you pay for two seventy dollar games, you paying 
four hundred. It's four hundred dollars, right? Yes. Four hundred plus one forty. That's that's five forty. And now you can't get rid of the games you stuck with. And now if you want to cop another game, I mean, you catch an L. Whereas if you buy the five hundred dollar boy, you can go pay. You know what I'm saying? The two buy the two games, but you can get rid of the games if you want to. And if you're gonna buy more games and stuff like that, eventually you're gonna see that money come back instead of just paying full price for everything. Right. Yeah. Even when it times like uh, Black Friday where they have limited games that are like twenty dollars or something like that, but they only got a limited amount. You you can't take benefit of that because you only can use what they have on the store. So if a game is forty dollars on PSN and it's twenty dollars at Best Buy, you only can buy it from PSN. Exactly. It's like uh, and don't even get started on like you you because you can buy used games from Amazon and stuff too, but those are never on sale. They're always full price. (laughs) Always full price. Always sixty dollars. I'm like, bro, this game is. $20 Twenty dollars, uh, physical. Why is it still sixty digital? Because <laughs> they don't get yeah, no man. back in. It's like ain't no point. So, I like I said, I would I wouldn't do it. Um, at this point in time, is not enough. Like the only saving grace I could say is if somebody just literally bought the Series S and then only used Game Pass and didn't buy any games. That would be my use case. I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Because then you're only paying for two games a year. You're getting gold subscription. You're getting the free games that come with the package. You're getting, like, if you got a PC, you can play PC games. You're getting that Project X Cloud. And then you're getting every game that Microsoft ever comes out with day one for their studios. So I can see the point in the Series S. I see the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition as corporate greed, to be honest. I feel like it's just more so people, them trying to see if they can get away with um, locking people in, essentially. I don't see that being any type of benefit for the customer at all. I can see the Series S's use case, and I can see Xbox All Access being tokened as that because you're getting, for $25 a month, you're getting the console and Game Pass, and it's only $25 a month versus, you know, everything that comes along with the PlayStation 5. And I just don't see the point in that one. I felt like that one was a, a, a stab at how can we get people to forget about disc? And I don't want to forget about disc because that's what gives me the, I, the, uh, the opportunity to buy elsewhere. Um, mm-hmm. So... Series S is a little bit different in my eyes just because of what Microsoft is doing on their end. Um, but yeah, man, it's both. It's, yeah. it's that's scary. Even still, I would, I would still recommend people um, to save up for the disc version of the system. Even the people buying the Xbox, like obviously, like you know, at some point we probably gonna accidentally get an Xbox if you if we got games on there that we want to play. Um, even though the Series X is more expensive, it will probably be better for him in the long run if he plans to keep it. But if you just want to buy it, keep it for you know a couple months, play a couple games with us, then yeah, the Series S makes sense. But I feel like if this is going to be your console and your home for a couple years, then just save that money because it's going to be worth it in the long run. Yeah. All right. But uh, that is pretty much it for this episode of the House of Wolves podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, Don't forget to rate um, if you enjoyed the content. Uh, 
that's pretty much it from us. Uh, you can follow me on YouTube at BCD Universe or as well as on Twitter at BCD Universe. Um, they don't, I don't think they, you, you guys have any social media that you would like to shout out at all? Uh, I mean, I, I guess we just do Twitter. Mine is uh, JD Senpai. JD Senpai. I didn't even know that. I ain't even, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, don't use, I don't use Instagram, so. Uh, Y'all want to follow me? It's jboy.11. <laughs> it is jboy.11. That's hilarious. <laughs> jboy. <man. laughs> <laughs> but all right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode.